Welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA, featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and very happy that you could join us today. Before I welcome today's guest, I'd like to thank our 2024 President's Council sponsors. Now, these are a handful of companies that provide um, a tremendous amount of financial support for the California MBA in large part so that we can continue to be that strong voice for the real estate finance industry before the California State Legislature and our regulators. So please help me in thanking this year's President's Council sponsors. Those companies are AmeriHome, CMG Financial, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support in 2024. And um, with that, I'd like to welcome today's guest. I'm welcoming Brian Devlin, CEO of Arc Home Loans. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Susan. Thanks for having me. I'm happy that you guys are a part of the California MBA and that you could be on our on our show. I always like to get started with a little background. So why don't you give us uh, some info on how you got into the mortgage business? Sure. Yeah. So I probably came this, you know, kind of from from you know, the invest and investor side up. Um, started working at a money manager in New York um, at an undergrad, working on a high-grade fixed income desk. So within that desk, we traded mortgages, TBA, specified pools, uh, CMOs, things of that nature. Then I eventually drifted back to the Philadelphia area um, and, and got a job with, with G- GMAC Mortgage, uh, which was really um, kind of my first job at an originator. And that's where I really learned and developed within the industry. That's uh, that's that's great. Long uh, a long history in this industry for sure. Um, you know we're coming off of a uh, a rough year. 2023 wasn't the best mortgage year we've had in a while. Uh, what advice would you give to companies to how they can stay competitive in a market like this? Yeah, sure. So I mean, it really comes down to the products and pricing and the ability to adapt um, to these ever changing lending landscape. Um, as everyone knows, you need to work harder in markets like these. Um, I think people, you, you can spend your day feeling sorry for yourself, complaining about rates, or you can use your time uh, to get creative, find ways to stand out and become successful, right? I mean, markets like this, the pie is shrinking and you need to find a way to get a bigger piece. Right, right, right. How is uh, how is the ARC setting themselves apart from their competitors? Sure. I mean, it really gets down to execution. Uh, as a lender, we are on the smaller, smaller side of things, but you know, due to our parent, which is TPG Angel Gordon, for anyone on the call that's not familiar with them, they're a leading global alternative asset management firm. Um, this affords us, you know, the access to the capital markets and liquidity that you know, probably rival, you know, any shop in our space. I mean, I think our size allows us to move quickly uh, and to change the to varying market conditions. And when you combine, you know, that nibbleness uh, with the strength of our ownership, it's it's a compelling story. You know, uh, the non-QM lending space has always been kind of, uh, you know, I've seen, you know, kind of somewhat feast and famine, but there's always a a place for it somewhere. Uh, What do you think the opportunities are for lenders in the non-QM space this year? Yeah, look, I mean, non-QM market is really the only interesting aspect of our industry right now. Uh, The performance of non-QM paper has been very strong from from a credit standpoint, hence why the investor base for this product continues to grow. 
this market is supported by private label securitizations and, and whole loan buy and hold investors such as insurance companies. Uh, this appetite from that investor community for non-QM is only going to increase as investors get more and more comfortable uh, with the product. Uh, this, you know, th this demand will continue to, to drive spreads tighter, uh, which, you know, which will allow us to price these loans better and it will, you know, offer lower rates to the borrower. And, and this product is catering to, to an underserved consumer class, whether it's bank statement for a self-employed bar, a DSCR loan for a real estate investor, or providing financing for a foreign national. You know, it, it, it's there for a purpose. I think there is a misconception Right. From some that non-QM is subprime, and this is this is far from a case. Right? All it is is an alternative way uh, to underwrite a loan from traditional agency methods. Right? If we remember, it seems like you know ages ago. Remember prior to COVID, you know there's a lot of talk coming out of uh, out of DC about shrinking the GSC's footprint and promoting private money to take a larger portion of the financing of these mortgages. Um, you know, COVID hits, rates scream lower. The GSCs, as well as well as you know, lenders in you know in our space became very profitable, and such a GSC's footprint grew uh, immensely. So fast forward to now, uh, we're in high rate environment. It's lack of volume. Really, there's really no refi business, and this private market is, is is taking a larger share due to due to rates really, not policy. So I think the non agency market in general um, will continue to mature and take market share. You know, for any lender or broker that you know that's listening right now that has yet to kind of enter the non-QM space or is a little uncomfortable with it or just needs some education, right? There's there's you know many shops out there such as Arc that you know we have a dedicated um, and very mature and educated sales and operations team that that is you know more than qualified to help facilitate um, you know kind of a pivot to to more not agency lending. It's uh, always an interesting product. It's the right product for the right borrower at the right time. So that's what people need to kind of, like you say, shift their mindset on what long-term lending is some of the times. Um, but great, sounds like there'll be some great opportunities this year for for that those types of products. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I really, I really think that that 24 will continue um, the growth within within the space. So we've, we've talked about your uh, your journey into the mortgage market. Um, you've been um, in the space for a while. It's one thing to be a leader when times are good, uh, and it's definitely another to be a leader when there are more challenging times. So can you share some advice for leaders on how to navigate um, you know, a more challenging market? Yeah, I mean, you need to be pragmatic and optimistic, right? Um, this industry is as cyclical as any out there. You know, we're an industry very correlated to the overall economy and monetary policy. Uh, reap the benefits when money is cheap, and, and we all suffer when things begin to tighten. So it's important for leadership in this industry to address this, to, to have a plan for how they're going to weather, um, you know, times like this and you know higher rate environments, and a plan for what to do when they when they come out of this cycle. Right? You need to constantly be growing. Um, I think messaging is very important. You need to speak to your speak to your team speak to your shops about um this is where we're going this is the direction that we're in so, so people have an optimistic viewpoint i think it's easy to get um kind of overshadowed by by downturns of this market and, and people and morale starts to shrink so you just need you need to need to stress that we're going to get out of this that there you know it's important to stress that there's always going to be a need for residential financing it's never going to go away there's just going to be peaks and troughs 
uh, throughout the course, and eventually we'll we'll get back to a level of normalcy. Yeah, important to give your team that reassurance that you know leadership has a plan. We're going to navigate through this and and get to the other side. For sure. Uh, you know, one of the initiatives for the California MBA um, has been one we're very proud of has been our Future Leaders Program. Uh, we revamped it in 23 to um, invite mortgage industry professionals into be giving teaching the curriculum about various aspects of um, the mortgage market. So lots of newer entrants into the market. What advice would you give a young mortgage professional just starting their career? Yeah, first, I mean, I'd reiterate what I just said in regards to the totality of this industry. You know, I would tell them that it's, it's a rewarding career. And although the mortgage market is massive, the industry as a whole is small. Uh, due to this, it's very important to develop and maintain relationships with others in the field. You should also always look to learn more. I mean, the best way to do this is to ask questions, you know, whether it's internal or, you know, you ask questions externally, whether it's investors, GSCs, um, vendors, TPR firms, anyone that you're dealing with on a, on a daily basis, it's, if you have questions, I think it's the best to ask. And people, you know, people enjoy um, helping, especially younger entrants into the space, kind of learn this industry. Um, and, and right, and just there's a there's a ton of research that is really a Google search away um, that's either put out by you know, Wall Street firms, GSCs. Uh, rating agencies, uh, state regulators, CFPB. So there's just constant information that's that's really at your fingertips. I think it's important um, to continue to grow and to, to to learn more. I think one of the great things about this industry, and and maybe other industries are like this as well, but I agree with you. I have always found even very seasoned professionals to be very willing and actually appreciate the fact that young mortgage professionals will ask them their advice on things and you know ask them to you know kind of mentor them through various things in the industry so i think that's a a great uh, a great part about the the mortgage industry family as a whole sure and then you know the other thing is that when i've had you know majority of my career prior to taking this role was I mean, really my whole career was within capital markets at, at large originators right so we're, we're constantly getting you know interns in or or, or younger individuals graduating from school or changing industries, right? And, and the way I've kind of taught it, and really maybe it's because it's my background, is I look at a mortgage, I, I start at the end, right? Rather than beginning, right? Rather than that initial lock or underwrite, it's, it's going, where is that Where is that mortgage gonna end up? Who's the investor, right? Because without that, without that investor, without that capital to, to assume that risk, you don't have a mortgage. So it's, it's good to kind of start there and then work your way back. And that's kind of, you know, that's how these markets develop. That's how non-QM developed. Um, and you know various other non you know markets that don't have a Fannie or Freddie portfolio or or that liquidity or GFEs or you know that FHFA. So um, yeah, I mean I think it's important to kind of teach that and, I, and, and so they understand you know where the pricing comes from, where the risk comes from, where you know kind of where that note rate comes from and where that liquidity comes from. Yeah, I, finding out or being aware of where the liquidity comes from would be key in this in this industry for sure. <laughs> know what what the investors are are wanting. Um, you know, Art Humlum uh, became a member of the California MBA, for which I'm very, very grateful. Thank you so much for your support through membership. Can you share with our listeners why you choose to support the California MBA? Sure. So, I mean, the mortgage industry is so tied to policies and regulators, such as the CFPB, that we need industry groups to have a voice for us and, and for our borrowers. Um, you know, as lenders, we don't have the resources 
to send individuals to Washington or Sacramento to speak with policymakers. So if we combine resources and tackle it as a whole, we have a lot more power and say. MBA organizations you know, also do a great job of keeping their members informed and educated on new developments and, and regulations, right? And as we know, every state is different in how they regulate. So it's important to have state-specific MBAs to keep us updated and educated. Well, thank you very much for that. And uh, sidebar note, we just scheduled our legislative day in Sacramento for April. So any of our listeners who are interested in joining us uh, to share with our policymakers our opinions on various bills in California. You can join us here uh, in Sacramento in April. So thank you so much, Brian, for your support and thank you for being a guest on Connect. Thank you, Susan. And thanks to all of you for joining us today. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect.